that's gonna set quick. Alright. Nah, now we can do classic. That backside attack. That big save. Oh man. Um Xbox. Is that where we're still doing that? We were talking about Xbox. Oh yeah. Oh. We were, right? I think so. Everybody's so tired. Everyone's tired. Everyone's tired. Everyone's so tired. Yeah. I uh, I went out. I was out way too late last night. Yeah, I was I was up way too early today. I've realized that I am not a um like I'm still a night owl, but I don't want to be out of my house past midnight. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I can stay up. I can stay up at my house. Right. Watching whatever, but yeah. I can't be out outside my house no. late, <laughs> unless I'm at someone's house or something. Unless you're like if yeah. you're if okay like I've been over at your place mm-hmm. well past midnight watching movies and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you've been here mm-hmm. not that late. Because apparently it turned into a pumpkin in my home. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, like if I'm like with basically a family member, I can stay out in a home, have fun, no problem. Yeah. But if I'm in a nightclub or a bar. No, that's, I'm too old for that. I'm too old for that and I don't drink. Yeah. So like I'm out there with like all these drunks. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. I find that with, I find beer gets me more drunk than hard stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I find it is. It's, I mean, it's, it's all the, it's like, okay. So that's my superpower and my theory is that beer will keep you drunk. Yeah. But liquor goes through you quick, and then the second I eat after I've uh, after I've been drinking, mm-hmm. forget about it. Game yeah. over, man. Yeah. So all the carbohydrates and the sugars. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because I just I just found that um, if you want to get like buzzed, I think for me it's like you you start with the hard stuff, and then you get to that you go like that, and then you you have beers to like. Uh, Singles or beers to like, you know, keep it on cruise control. Right. What's yeah. the rhyme? Is that the rhyme? There's a rhyme, right? Beer before liquor, never sicker. Yeah, beer before liquor, and then uh, liquor before beer, never fear. Yeah. Or was that? Uh, I think it's bad. Or you like Pam Greer or something? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, weird that you bring that up. We talked about Pam Greer a lot last night. Mm-hmm. Jackie Brown came up in conversations. Our waitress was Jackie. Oh really? And, uh, yeah, my cousin kept calling her Jackie Brown. Oh, because like, he couldn't get the he couldn't get the idea of Jackie Brown on his head because that was his like uh, n- what do they call that a mnemonic device mm-hmm. to keep her in his head. Yeah, so he kept calling her Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown, and all of a sudden it came out where that we're talking, talking about Pam Greer, mm-hmm. how people just don't know who she is. Pam Greer is a legend. Oh, tons of people have no idea who Pam Greer is anymore. I think like kids not not to be like that kids today, but kids today. Like there's so much information out there now. They don't they don't go back and look at, like old movies or like exploitation, black exploitation. Yeah, not not, not in a whole, but like if you look at um, if you go on YouTube, people are doing like reactions to these uh, these yeah. older movies. And exactly. And then they, they, when a lot of these people will be are like they, they come to they, there. One guy did like a, I was watching this one channel. And this guy was doing a review of like he'd never seen the Lost Boys before. Right. And everyone's like, and then everyone's just saying, then everyone the the the, the everyone just says. After they watch these movies, they're like, movies were way better back then. They were way better, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's kind of like what I was kind of kind of going towards. I'm glad you brought that up because I just saw a kid do an Elvis, an Elvis reaction video. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how can he possibly be this good? Like, mm-hmm. this is, this is no auto-tone. Yeah. Or auto-tune, or they call it. This is no, um, like, like fuckery as far as like, di- like, you know, really playing with the way it sounds in post. Yeah. This is a guy just singing as well as he can. In, in a room where they're just, they're engineering, like, you know, maybe the, the, the bass level in his voice or the treble in the room or the, the instruments are they're leveling it out to sound mm-hmm. appropriate. But at the same time, there's not like a high level production going on. No. To really engineer his voice. Elvis was just that good. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think, um, like, movies are probably made better now just because of, like, how much technology has progressed. So, like, right. they, they look better now. But... That's all like, but movies back then were like in the early, like the eighties and early nineties. Right, they were just much better movies. They're just more. They were more like more entertaining. There's less. There's nothing behind them. They're just like you know. They, they made movies to like. So you know, let's just make the best movie as possible. They just made good stuff, regardless of who they're gonna offend or uh, they didn't or care what they offended. who they're yeah, marketing exactly. to. Because no one was offended. Nobody Everybody's cared. like, yeah, you know what? No one cared. Nobody cared. They they knew that they were, they weren't trying to. They weren't trying to like. Like they weren't trying their hardest to uh, to offend people. They're just right. like you know what? Just uh, everyone had thicker skin back then. Well, I mean, they had thicker. Well, there was two things. I think. I think number one, they had thicker skin, and a lot of people were less likely to complain about things. So, in the eye of like uh, nostalgia or like you know that, that hindsight thing, we're um, we're going back to those movies and realizing now that they could have they could have quote unquote done better as far as like um, using certain dialogue or language towards maybe even like like gays or. Uh, 
or not, I don't want to say marginalized communities, but certain people just had like, you could call it like the fat or the fag or those words they were using yeah. were pretty like by today's standards and even by then standards, pretty aggressively used. Yeah. Unnecessarily, especially, especially the, the the f word when it comes to like gay people. Right, like I, I can't even bring myself to say that word. I, I mean, you know, it's yeah. that's a good thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'll use it, but at the same time, I'm not saying it to be like you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just to call out like a lethal weapon. He uses it when he's being set on fire. Mm-hmm. When he's ha- when he's on fire. Mel yeah. Gibson of all people, obviously Mel Gibson. You racist hack. Yeah, we actually <laughs> covered that on our second podcast. The I second think it was like number two. Wasn't number it? number two. That was a uh, that was. Like the trouble with Mel or something. Yeah, that was two hundred episodes ago. Uh, more. Yeah. Because that that was about three hundred ago. Yeah. So we're two hundred. We're two hundred. Yeah. So that's about three hundred ago. Yeah. And I don't think we're at that number on Spotify yet. But you know, we're like an actual full length episode. Well, I think we're I think we're one eighty something on Spotify. Right? I think this is one eighty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not counting all the mini episodes and offshoot yeah. shit that we did. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean like the uses the usage of certain language was very like flippant. Just like just like just used mm-hmm. in this way that was like, you know, they didn't give a shit about who they were gonna offend. Now you might not say those words today, but you can still make fun movies today, but we're so overly woke we're not doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that th- that term woke is like I think it's it, the term woke is for this generation. Right. And it's, it's not for our generation. We know we knew we we know what's going on. We're 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 up. To, we were like open to this. We were like we understood. We understood things and stuff like that. People now are just using that term. I think it's more of a throwaway term now. So I think um, it's definitely losing its power. It is, yeah. Same Which thing, is good. Yeah, I think so too. And I think same way the Me Too movement is kind of losing its power too. Well, the Me Too movement I think is losing its power in the areas where it should never have yeah, had more, power. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's actually gaining legitimacy in areas where it should have always had legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's in that proper balance now. Like, essentially, don't be a gigantic piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That, that's what, that should be the rule for everybody across the board. Yeah. Your intent should always be to be honorable, and you shouldn't be a giant piece of shit. So mm-hmm. how about just do that? Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, like having to having to fight for this whole, like, oh, it's me too, and, and that guy, we had a bad date, so therefore Aziz Ansari can never act again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it leads to, it's, it got so bad for guys like him where, you know, a guy goes on a bad date and then had to shut his movie down because Bill Murray didn't like working some lady. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And did, you, did you hear that latest thing about Olivia Wilde and Jordan Peterson? Oh my God. Olivia Wilde, Jordan Peterson, Harry Styles, and Shia LaBeouf yeah. all like self-destructed on top of each other. Yeah. Like I'm no big Jordan Peterson fan, but like, I think that's like a, an easy target. To go after. Oh, yeah. For a guy who, like, for better or worse, I agree and disagree with the guy. Mm-hmm. Which is how, like, life should be. It shouldn't yeah. be like, I'm going to make a movie to vilify this dude. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm i a huge fan of his. But uh, um, it's, you shouldn't target anyone who's in the public eye to just, like, uh, and just to uh, just say, like, this is a character, this is the character of this per- this exact person. Right. Without knowing who he and is. And not knowing who he is, what he stands for, what he's trying to do. Right. And then just, but, but, but just make up a story about him. Yeah, and so it's uh, I don't know. It's a hard day in the life of the Petersons, I guess. I'll tell you what. Like, this but, is he something... he, but he said he was still going to see the movie. So. I mean, I'm sure. But well, he's look. There's two sides to that guy, and one is a guy who can't take a hit, and the other is a guy who tries very hard to take the hits, and mm-hmm. he doesn't handle it well. And unfortunately, like he's just that's the guy. Yeah, that's that's the boat he's on. And yeah, always... yeah. Because it's so hard to. I guess it's so hard to be like a, um, to be in the public eye. Yeah, and also to be like a a, a clinical psychologist. Right. And all the things that he's seen, all the people he's trying to help and stuff like that, that is like, those are two, like, those are, when you have to deal with those kind of two things and you're trying to like keep in the public eye and you're, and you're that popular. Right. Yeah. Like you're going to crash and burn at some point. And unexpectedly popular. Yeah. Like he clearly has a lot of PST, uh, PTSD from being like unexpectedly popular. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, it came he, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I remember he was having that, uh, he was having a debate with this one, uh, um, this one black professor it was him, him and that, that guy from, uh. Um, what's his name? He's a famous um, English actor. That big guy, big big old guy. He was in. Uh, he's in. Um, I believe he's in Harry Potter. Uh, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, they're having so, an argument with this one guy, and then he said, uh, um, "He's like, oh." And the guy was t- this this professor was saying to him, and he's like, he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Why are you?" He goes, "Why are you?" He goes, "Why are you complaining, man?" He's like, "You're like a." I never seen so, so much whining from a white person. And he said, Jordan Peterson's like, then Jordan Peterson's looking at him and he's like, what the, hell, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, he goes, you're, most, you're, you're number one trending on Twitter. And then Jordan Peterson's like, yeah, but how, most of that stuff is negative. <laughs> yeah, it's almost all negative. He's like, he goes, yeah. He goes, so he goes, your point is uh, like, your point is irrelevant. Is irrelevant. irrelevant. So 
Um, but yeah, it's but it's good to like. Um, that's why like that's that's why I'm a, I'm a huge like I'm a huge proponent of like if there's people who are in the in the media who are either very popular or have um, very polarizing ideas about like society how it should be not how it should be run but like what their opinion is on it mm-hmm. whether it's Jordan Peterson whether it's uh, Ben Shapiro whether it's uh, I don't know Elon Musk whoever it is right it's good to have to both sides of the argument absolutely I think it's like people who are disagreeing with them right. or you agree with them because that is literally we've talked about this. Ad nauseum about right. like you have to have at least you have to have an opinion on for something. sure yeah yeah you should at least have yeah. an opinion and you shouldn't be like not all Don't, opinions yeah. should be so um so fragile or set in stone that you can't have a debate with somebody about them like it yeah. shouldn't be like I'm gonna destroy this person for his concepts of what he thinks like his his idea of of how the world works yeah it should be like let's debate and I'll show you my side and you show me your side. And let's see if I can convince you that my side is valid and mm-hmm. you try to convince me that your side is valid rather than I'll destroy your side and you'll join my side. Yeah, because that like the, the, there's the difference between like debate and civil discourse and mm-hmm. having just having a good conversation. Because the number one thing is that even if like you you should be prepared for the debate right. and to, to not be destroyed or you have a civil conversation where you're trying to learn something from each other. Well, I mean, I think that like debate and civil discourse are are brothers. They're hand, yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, yeah they're brothers. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not like you know villains against each other. It's not Lex Luthor and Superman. It's Superman and Bizarro. Yeah, like debate is like we you know we have when you have a topic and you have two people on, on either side of the argument and you're trying to like come to like either, um, you know which side who who proved their point better. Right. Yeah. So right. 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 Yeah. So I I think it's good to like have like I'd rather I don't, like I used to watch like a lot of debates on um on YouTube whether it's um. Uh, Jordan Peterson versus Sam Harris, or uh, Sam Harris versus pretty much anybody. Anybody. And, and uh, but it's it's always good to like um, when you see someone who does not how, how to, when you when someone does not know how to defend their point well. Right. It becomes a boring conversation. Well, for sure, it's so boring to for watch. Sure. I'd rather just have like two people who are like agree to disagree and yes. like, and then go back and forth on that. That that's that for me. That's more enjoyable. I think so. I think yeah. you're right. I think when somebody doesn't debate well, it's really boring. Obviously, yeah, it's gonna be really boring. But when somebody gets really upset and starts to let that anger control the, and then, the conversation, yeah, then, then it's personal attacks. Then it's like, personal that attacks, means right. that means you've lost the argument. What do they call that? Like a like an ad hominem or ad hoc attack, where you're like you know instead of being like um an ad hominem, ad hominem, ad hominem right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's not so much that like you know I don't agree with you. It's like well you picked an ugly sweater, so clearly you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. The second you go personal, not this. It's a nice sweater. I just saw you wearing a sweater. So. <laughs> but I mean, the second you become like that person who's going to choose to attack somebody for their choices, therefore they're an idiot. Yeah, like, like what's his face? Uh, ben, who's that guy who played Batman? Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. And Sam for, Harris? Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that, they're, they're, that, that's a perfect example right Perfect there. example of a guy who was hopped up on the juice, who was, so, who was so hopped up on the steroids that all he could do is like, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, maybe you just it's, listen to what he's racist. saying. racist. Why are you saying that? I'm like, it's not racist. It's not racist, man. No, it's just... That's a... a yeah. That's... Oh, God. That's a different debate because I... That's a whole I'm, different issue. I'm a yeah. big believer in the left wing. Like, I'm, I'm not... I've never thought of myself as a right wing or left wing guy. I kind of think of myself right in the middle. And like, the sides kind of pull you towards one of the other like when the right goes too far right you end up becoming lefty and when the left goes too far left you end up becoming in their eyes a right wing even though we're not yeah, moving it's yeah. the spectrum is moving no the, that's the thing like I don't know where I'm on the spectrum anymore right Cause, because uh, it's the, there's no there's no middle no but what I'm getting at is though but but but, you're, but the way you explained it is exactly what it is yeah we're not moving no the, the spectrum is moving no it's not like yeah the, the, yeah you're right the, the spectrum yeah. is moving so I'm not sure where like I, I, I am so like if the, if the extreme left is here and the extreme right is here, right. I don't know where the middle is. Oh no, no, we are. We are the middle. Yeah. So like, like that's the thing. Like the, like I would, I could say like me and you're in the middle, but mm. the thing is, society itself can't describe, like can't can't decide what right. the middle is. There, well, there's too many people. There's too many people. It's mob rule. Yeah, it's mob the mob rule. doesn't know what they're doing. They just go with the flow. Yeah. But um, in my mind, like because that movement happens, the left pushes such a. Uh, like an orthodoxy in a way sometimes mm-hmm. like the left unwittingly is is pushing the orthodoxy of, of things like you know they're really mad at the idea of this like orthodox hardcore judeo-christian world mm-hmm. but at the same time they're totally okay with the orthodoxy of other countries like really right-wing religions because like it would be wrong for us to judge so, what yeah, they do they, they, we're afraid of offending them right and then like things like happen what's happening now in iran and they're like what do we do do we get do we talk about this like, right now, we've been talking about how, like, the orthodoxy should be okay because your religion is beautiful. But then when those people in that religion are like, hey, 
fuck you, government, for making mm-hmm. us do what you made us do because you're so right-wing orthodox. Yeah. And then also on Instagram this week, man. Artists, writers, poets, creators. Like, basically left-wing people from those countries are saying, well, our like Iran's orthodoxy is falling to shit and we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. But the left doesn't know how to deal with things. Like no, that. they don't. They're, Which they're, really shows how stupid they are. Yeah, and they're, and they're just fragile. They're, they're totally how, fragile. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't know how to do anything. It's just... Um, I, I honestly think, like, I was talking to this... I was talking about this the other day uh, with somebody. And then um, we were talking about how... One of my clients, and we were talking about how I, there's no... And I think everyone everyone kind of, like, can see this. A lot of people can, uh, like, see this from one's point of view. Is that America's just heading to, towards a civil war. I mean, at least in, the, in, in, and in especially in a war of ideas, not like in a violent. Yeah, in a, definitely in a war of ideas, hundred percent. Yeah, I think they're already there. They're currently in a. Scenario. I wouldn't. Even, I, I would. I would consider that. I would say that they're already there. Yeah, they're there right now. Yeah, like they they can't. They're in an ideological civil war. Yeah, like we, like I think the thing is that no one can really. The country will never right the rudder no. on that ship on that ship, because right. no no government no no like no side no whether you're Republican or you're, you're Democratic you're never given enough time. To make really good choice that are going to stick to put the country on the right path because the country is so right. divided. So after four years, you're out of power. Then you come another party comes in, changes everything. So it continuously, it's it's a continuously endless loop of like uh, wrong decisions that right. are just like putting this country into like. Um, They're lucky to get two years, yeah. of of like steam. Mm-hmm. It's always that thing where in that first two years, you're you're barely getting two years of steam. So you've got all these ideas you got to push out there and do your thing. And hopefully, you know, with the U.S. especially in a two-party system, you hope that you have enough power in the Senate or the House that you can get your ideas across. And if you don't, you're fucked. You're fucked, yeah. And then you got two years before an election, so you're fighting to get yourself reelected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you get reelected, hopefully you've got enough power in the House or the Senate that you can get your ideas along. But you're going to be gone in four years, so then you end up doing what Obama does, and you start making these executive decisions. You write away law with a stroke of pen, and somebody else comes up, and writes your laws away because they don't really matter anymore. Yeah. Like, their system is just abhorrent. It's a it's a messed up system. Not that ours is great. I mean, we got this, like, this, uh, this is a self-righteous, entitled turd running our country, too. And mm-hmm. and everybody on both, like, uh, Polivieri, whatever his name, Polivier, whatever you want to call him, Pierre, mm-hmm. he's no better for the conservatives. No. Remember when the conservatives were progressive conservatives? Mm-hmm. Now they're just like... We'll do what we want to do and go as right as we want to go. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's yeah that whole um, yeah government should just be on the sidelines and just like just like, just doing regulatory work. That's right. all they should be doing. They Bureaucrats. Should, yeah, they should just be like you know what, monitor this. We'll put laws in the place to monitor this, but everyone else, that's all we're gonna do. Right, we're, we're the referees, but you guys can play the game. You guys can play the game. Yeah. What a uh, what a wild first twenty minutes. That, that in itself, I think, is going to go off and be like a... We'll call it the Wild 20. The Wild 20. <laughs> if anybody's just listening to that, we're going to end this part here and call that the Wild 20. We'll yeah. keep going. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the Wild 20 on YouTube. Yeah. You can uh, you can check that out. So, um, in, in talking about last night... Are we you went out lemonade? To, um, what's that? Are you drinking lemonade? Uh, no, I've been moved on to straight lemon water. I drink just oh, lemon okay. water. Okay. Just, uh, just burn out all the crap in my system all the time. You could have made another glass. I didn't know how... I mean, that's pretty sour. Not everybody likes lemon water. I drink that every day. Look at me. Look at me. I'm drinking lemon water every day. Uh, <laughs> I should have made another one. I didn't know. What kind of host are you? I'm a terrible host. I know. A terrible host. Terrible. So I went out last night with, uh, with my cousin. Yes. And, you we, know, yeah, we talked about we that. We talked about that. Yep. And, uh, you know, I don't drink much. So it, was, it wasn't boring. It was fun. So I don't get to spend much time with him. I watched him just pound mojito after mojito. The man is a beast. So, Abby, you're a tank. Uh, not Frank the tank, but you're <laughs> Ab the, Ab the tank. Um, so we started talking about health. A lot of things about health came up. I went back to one of the old bars I worked at. Strangler was there. Everybody knows who the South Side Strangler is. We've both recently been banged up. So that was one of the things that I was kind of curious about, like, uh, your, your opinion on. But, you know, I just recently had my arm rebuilt. And then, um, Strangler was doing his day job where a gigantic door was got, got caught by the wind. And he got hit by basically a 300 pound metal panel. Yeah. Just smashed him up on his ass, ass over tea kettle. Falls over, gets up, no problem. The next day, can't walk. It's like he's fine day one, but day two, it's like all the swelling comes in. He's just a mess now. So he goes to his doctor. I think he goes to the ER, gets checked out. They give him an MRI and they tell him there will be a line of information on the MRI. One line. That will tell you what's wrong with you. So he gets his page back and he asks his doctor, by line, did you mean like a ruled line? Like a straight line and then information? And he's like, no, there'll be like a line of information. I'll tell me that your knee's banged up. This guy's knee hurts here. 
So he gets this, this memo back that is just like paragraph and paragraph and paragraph. Like, so bad MCL, bad PCL, bad ACL, uh, 300 microfractures all up and down in the leg, uh, dislocated hip. Like, just, just a laundry list of what's wrong with him. And that's what you get from, you know, kickboxing, kickboxing your for 12 years. Which, well, for him, 12 hard years. Yeah. Thailand. For me, I've, I've been doing this since I was 12. So, you know, 30, 34, whatever the hell that is, 32 years. But, I mean, now that makes you wonder, like, what's, do we ever really know what's wrong with us? Because I feel fine. He felt fine. You Uh, feel fine. Yeah. Uh, You won't know until you, if you're having, I think it all comes down to, like, uh, you have to listen to your body. But, I mean, that's the problem. That's Our the problem, bodies, right? Our bodies, we're fine. Yeah, but uh, that's why it's always good to, like, for me, it's, well, I'll tell you what I do. Like, I just, I, I, I always go for a yearly. You felt so defeated. Like, well, I'll just tell you what I do, dummy. Yeah, no, I'll just tell you what I do. Like, <laughs> I, felt like, I, I, go, I felt like a moron there for a second. I'll tell you what a normal I go, human does. I, I go for yearly checkups. You do? I do, yeah. They, you I, really do? I, I check oh, for everything. They wow. check for everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, Have you gotten the tube in the butt yet? Yeah. The, really? Yeah. You've done the prostate? Yeah. yeah. Then the, the colonoscopy? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Very... Can't believe I'm admitting that on t- on YouTube, but... No, I'm, I don't... know. Here's the deal. I don't think that's something that you should be ashamed to admit. No, no, no. I think it's that's... A, yeah, or, or embarrassed to admit. No, I can't it, believe I told yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's a... You know, it's, it's a healthy thing. I think it's I, a healthy thing. I, I think I think people should get checked... Should get yourself checked out. Absolutely. Um, no, says, I think I'm on the, the wrong side of that conversation. Well, the, the, the reason is, is because... Uh, there's so many things that we just don't know. Like, you know, so like talking back, taking back to your argument mm-hmm. is that we have to, um, like we, we've always talked about never taking your health for granted. Right. And you want, that's cause that's all you have. Right. Um, because when you look at our parents, our uncles or whatever like that, they're just like, you know, they, they get like, they, they get in such bad shape because they don't like, they don't follow proper diets. They don't, um, they, you know, some of them get osteoporosis because of their, their bad diets or whatever it is. And they're more if they get injured, they're more susceptible to long term injury. For sure, um, I can tell you a story. I'll tell you a story later, but like uh, um, that just happened just recently, like literally yesterday. Hmm. Um, and so the thing is too is that because all all you have is your health. If you if your health is lacking, it's, the next thing you know, you're gonna go you're gonna go down that rabbit hill. That's yeah, yeah. That, you're gonna snowball down that hill, and next thing you know, um, you're gonna be in the hospital for things that were totally avoidable. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So like it's good to like be proactive about everything. Same with, with my job. It's like it's be- like the the mantra of like working in health and safety is that it's better to be proactive than reactive. Yeah. So that's that's why I do it. And I said, you know what? I'd never want to take my health for granted for granted again. So I'm like, you know what? Just go there, get checked out. It takes it takes 10, 15 minutes, and you're in and out. And so you so you can say like you know if, the, if you have to work on something, put controls into place to make sure that you're healthy, right. and then you can just uh, avoid any long term injuries. Right. Yeah. Because you, when you're our age, you should be able to bike. You should be able to run. You should be able to do these kind of things. You so. should be able to no weight squat to the floor. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not saying that as like a thing that's like, hey, look what I can do. No, I think you should be able to. You should be able to do that with Mobility no should yeah. be like your... There are tons of resources on uh, on Instagram and YouTube that can show you how to be no weight exercises that will get your, your hips moving, your legs moving, your mm-hmm. joints, your back, your stretching, your flexibility. All that should be very easy for you to do with the amount of resources out there. Mm-hmm. If you can't just squat down from standing like your ass is enough to touch the floor but if you can't squat straight down to pick up something that fell like a, a piece of paper or a kleenex or just bend over that like putting your back out then there's something seriously wrong with yeah. your level of health oh yeah if you can't go up the flight of stairs without like almost passing out right and that doesn't that doesn't knock on somebody who has like a, who has obesity issues or like clearly if you've got a health <laughs> issue like if you got rickets Oh, even rickets, yeah. That's <laughs> not like, you know, yeah, don't, yeah, don't listen to us. Like, we just go right? head to the doctor right away. If you're like a type 1 diabetic, clearly you're going to have, there's going to be problems. If you're an asthmatic, you're going to have problems. These are things that you you have to work around, obviously. Yeah. But in general, in the in the, in the, the, the wide scape of our age group, in the wide span of our age group, most people should be able to do that without telling me their back hurts. Oh, oh my God, my back. Yeah. Oh, it's like, no, no. If you're, yeah, for making too many sounds when you get up, um, yeah, that's, yeah that, that's a problem. No, that's a problem for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I hear a lot of times these days where people in our age group, friends of ours, peers of ours, will tell you, like, I can't drink milk. I can't have dairy. I can't eat bran. I can't eat oats. or I, I'm constipated. You know, I shit my pants twice a day. Like, like, they'll tell you there are things wrong with them, and there's nothing wrong with them. No, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just doing things wrong. 
Like maybe you're drinking too much. Maybe you're having too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're constipated because you don't get enough fiber. Or maybe you're crapping your pants so much because you're addicted to things that make you crap your pants too much. Yeah. it's. Uh, I remember I was telling my friend, I was like, he finally, um, uh, I know I was talking to this one, one of my clients, she's, uh, um, her dad is the owner of this one, this one company that I um, do, uh, they're one of my clients. Mm-hmm. And she was talking, we were talking about just getting a Vitamix. And I said, I said, she was talking about like, she's moving. I said, make sure you get a Vitamix. She's like, what is that thing? So I told her exactly what it is. And she said, um, then I said, yeah, this is what it can do. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then, uh, she's, so then she got into it and I, she's like, do you have any recipes you can get me? So I told her, I'm like, this is, this is what I eat. This is what I drink. This is what I make. Mm-hmm. And so she said, um, then she came up to me and she's like, you know what? I'm actually having, um, I'm going to the washroom a lot. Yeah. Is that bad? I'm like, no, that's a good thing. That's good. You're getting rid of all the crap. Yeah, you're, you're just, your body's just getting, so like if you're, if you are starting to eat healthy and you're trying to like, you're, it's something you're being dissuaded because you're going to the washroom too much. That's a good thing. Yeah. Your body's adjusting itself and it's getting right. rid of all the garbage in your system. Right. So start with like drinking water first thing in the morning, having water with all your meals, do that lemon water. Perfect. Like just yep. keep doing that. You're going to see the results. Like we've been working out together for a month, less than a month. Uh, just under a month. Yeah. So, because we started, we started in September. I think actually it's a month tomorrow. Yeah, it's a month tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I'm already seeing differences. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because like before, uh, my stomach was out to here. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and <laughs> but, I'm, now I'm now I'm down to here. Yeah, you're you're actually yeah. like you're doing you're doing really well. No. But it wasn't it wasn't for a lack of uh of athletic ability because you had you have athletic ability in lots of areas tennis basketball cycling it's there mm-hmm. but it's a complacency in certain areas it is yeah and also was, was also, i think most of it like the biking is I'm, I'm seeing the results from biking especially right um and the and the because like the because the, the the leg work that we did mm-hmm. i can already see like even today when i went biking my my uh, splits were way better that's really my good. acceleration was way better right and so um when i was doing that and then all, then i said when we started the gym i said you know what complete clean eating yep complete clean eating and i haven't had touched any junk food and it just took a month and i'm already seeing results so if you can if you can stick with it the first like just sweat it out the first week you're gonna see the results definitely yeah you will and it's not it just takes effort it's no skill it just takes effort and you know you don't need a gym membership no to do that stuff like there are things like i said man if you are you're you're the you're the king of that you have like it's just I mean, I've got my little gym in the back, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, but, but even really, here, like even here, like yeah. what I did, like during COVID, I know my mom wanted to work out quite a bit. So I got her the, uh, the ring fit yeah. for the Wii or for the switch story. And it's like, she used the hell out of that. Yeah. Um, I got her elastics. So she's not like a gym maniac, but mm-hmm. she's got her things that she does to work out with it and works for her. Keeps her active. Keeps too. her active. Mm-hmm. For me, I just bought a ton more weight mm-hmm. and, uh, and I just went to the back of the room there in, in the old gym and just work out harder with what I have at home. That gym has everything. It's gotta be a need. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I compound that by doing a lot of the YouTube stuff. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like Cali fitness. There's like the, um, there's a few girls who do like uh, aerobic exercises, but they're not like just there to show their butt. They're actually there to like really get your, your heart going. So I just get into that. So I just pump out those really hard, like um, like ten sets of ten different like aerobic exercises to get your instead of running because I I, I don't like running but I like running. Mm-hmm. You know I, I get super bored doing it if I'm doing long distance. Mm-hmm. So I'll pump out the sprints and I'll come into that. Yeah. So like I'm already gas and I'll come into the uh, the aerobic stuff. Mm-hmm. But my point is like today, especially in 2022, with all the stuff that happened during COVID where people were just pumping information into YouTube. And on Instagram to get you either able to cook better, eat better, or work out better. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse anymore. No, there's there is no a, excuse yeah. anymore. It's like where do you, where do I start? Right. Go online. Stop. Go, stop. Stop. Stop reading this shit that you're that you're watching on YouTube. Watch, don't watch that shit. Watch right. something else. Watch there's, something else. There's so much stuff on there. Like you can just follow, and it's it's so much fun. Like just right. Yeah. It's just it's cooking is just. I, I find cooking is like is just relaxing. I'll tell you what. All those fucks out there who like rail on Trump. Or Trudeau, or Biden, or Harris, or whoever. Like you're taking all this time to watch YouTube and shit on like the politician you don't like. Then go on Twitter. It's or a waste Instagram. of energy. Yeah, it's just a waste of energy. And you're just like angry, and you're putting a sticker on the back of your truck, or you're being a and you're a big fatty, or you're out of shape, or you're like a type two diabetic because you're like you know you're not thinking about what you should be doing for your health. Yeah. Stop watching bullshit left versus right political garbage. Like drop CNN. Drop Fox News, drop all those YouTube channels, drop all that shit, and just look up workouts and nature and walking and exercise 
and just put your energy into that because that's going to keep you living longer. Yeah, that's that's going to that will enrich your life. It's going to enrich, enrich your, your life. life. Your yeah. quality of life will go up. You'll be, you'll be mentally well because you're not worried about all the garbage in your head. Yeah. And like the excuse for them is all it's going to be the same. I can hear it already from people who who don't take care of themselves. I walk, I'm fine, but let me tell you why Biden sucks. It's like, no, no, no. I know Biden's a retard. He's an idiot. He mm. sucks. Biden's a moron. I get it. I understand all that. But it doesn't do anything for you in your personal life day to day, and it won't change anything in government. Yeah. You cannot change things that you can't change, but you can change your health. Yeah. Exactly. You can change your health for the better. Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing is, that's, for lack of a better term, that's exactly... Um, what Jordan Peterson says is that's what his book is about. There you go. He's like, people are like, oh, I can't. How are the, how, how are like, um, how, how's a, an everyday person supposed to like change the environment, all this stuff? And like, yeah, you can't change anything until you change yourself. You can't change yeah. anything until you, ch- man, like, if that's what he said, then that's, that's gold. That's what he said. Gold mine information. Yeah. And he, sh- he shut that girl down. That oh, for down. sure. He's like, yeah, he goes, why don't you just, uh, um, focus on, like, even if you, like, I read, tw- like, I have 12 rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he has another book coming out as well. Tell really, it's just a great book. It's just like, like anyone can read that. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, it's, it's just common sense. Take away. Hmm? If you take away his name from that book, because like, say some people are like too, yeah, too they, whipped up. The the, yeah, take, take, take away like maybe the stigma from it that his name catch, right. carries, right? So take the idea of what you think he is and just rationally try to take information from that. Cherry pick information from that. That's going to help you out. It's like what I always say about the Bible or any religious text. I fucking hate religion. I think the Bible is silly. I think God is, is foolish. The idea of that is ridiculous. But if you live your life as if there's an invisible, all-powerful deity watching you, mm-hmm. then you'll probably be living your life better. You know, if you live your life by the rules in a lot of religious texts, which are actually, like, I mean, there's a lot of good information in all religious there's, texts. Th- I think that, see, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. You don't think, like, doing to others is a good rule? No, no, I, no, I, I think that, I think the, the, the basic what you just said is yeah, the, but I would not live like there's some higher powers. I would I wouldn't want to live out of fear. Oh, well, you wouldn't. Those. But I mean, like, but people might need that. People do need that. Though. People do need that. People do need that though. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who benefit from like religion or the military or something because it brings structure to their life that like makes them be a better person. Yeah, especially when people who are just like in. Uh, um, I think the majority, a lot of people who do do it, and it, it like is just come from like just abusive like environments or their background they're like they have literally nothing left and they're like you know they're looking for some sort of guidance some sort of like structure right and if religion provides that for them whether they are like you know from like they're they're at the you know they're in the streets uh, like uh, living on the streets or whatever it is or they're just like normal people they're just walking around they're just walking around they'll be like right um you know what i need something yeah um the, my life feels empty right yeah if you need to fill it with that community yeah and, and if it makes you like a better person a more loving person a better husband a better wife better right. co-worker um better citizen power to you that's great yeah, i have no i have no issue with that at all yeah i have no issue with that at all yeah. now I'm, I'm having said that i'll just reiterate what i said right at the beginning of that thing i think religion is silly i think the idea of like that whole thing is silly but i also believe that some people out there might need that and if you're living your life as if something is going to take care of you afterwards for how yeah. good you're being, then, like, just just be a good person. Yeah, I think... Like I use that concept, right? Yeah, you're right. Like, the, I think um, with religion, it's like, people think that those are... those Like, those ideas came about through religion, mm-hmm. but a lot of people would just say, like, well, that's just common sense. Exactly. And yeah. No, I think that's where you're absolutely bang on. Those yeah. ideas didn't come through because of religion. Yeah. They just, like... I Okay, I've always felt... And this is just my own personal theory. I have nothing to back this up. There's no scientific information there at all. I've always felt like the idea of religion came from people trying to control other people. And that was just a very easy way to do it. Probably. Yeah. Like, you know, we're in touch with a higher power. So you should do what we say or we'll tell him. It's yeah. Like, it's like kids tell, I'll tell mom. I'll tell mom you didn't share. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Except it's people who are like in higher levels of like government bureaucracy. When it's not even really organized. Like we're going back like all 10,000 years. 10, caveman yeah. days. All mm-hmm. of that shit. Those people eventually found a way to control other people by saying, like, I can tell, like, Columbus mm-hmm. and the blood moon thing, right? It was the eclipse when he told the, the, eclipse, uh, yeah. the people in wherever it was, Costa Rica, wherever he landed. Because he didn't land in America, dummies. Wherever he landed. And he's like, I'll make, the, I'll make the sky disappear. I'll make it disappear. And you better bring me all the gold. And then, because he, he knows. He's got science to back it. So yep. he lies to people who are ignorant towards science who just think it's a it's an all-powerful, like, you know, deity doing it. Mm-hmm. And he, he dupes them. 
Yeah. Not to mention, like, cutting off the arms of kids and shit. Like, I mean, that's just some psycho battle right there. Psycho that's battle a, that's right a whole other story. It's a whole other story. Columbus, yeah. you slaughtering piece of garbage. Yeah. But, like, that's that's how I've always figured. It's just a way for people who kind of got an idea on their head on how to control other people. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I know. For money. For money, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or wealth in whatever form it was. Yeah, I just think that I think David Cross said it best years ago, um, decades ago. He said, uh, "So good." Religion was was religion was created by people who are even dumber than the dumbest people today. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, religion was created hundreds, thousands of years ago by thousands people, of years ago by people who are dumber than the dumbest people than today. the dumbest people today. That is online with that Steve Jobs quote. Nothing in the world was created by anybody smarter than you. Yeah. Like, it's just people who happen to have information that you just don't have. Don't have, right yeah. Like, your brain, obviously, unless you've got, like, a learning disability. Yeah. And even in that case, there are, like, Temple Grandin mm-hmm. has what you might want to call, like, a disability. Disability. She's yeah. smarter than me by a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, say what you will. That lady is a super genius, mm-hmm. right? Now, somebody look at her and be like, she's got a straight-up learning disability. She's less than everybody else. Like, a thousand years ago, like, she's one of those kids where you're like, well, she's clearly not right. We don't need her around. Mm-hmm. But she's like one of the smartest people on the planet. So it's true. Like you just don't have the information. If your brain works normally, you've got no injuries, no learning disabilities. You know, you weren't you weren't like thrown against the wall as a kid or hit by a two by four. Then absolutely, doesn't matter how you feel about yourself. Nobody out there is better or worse than you as no, far no, as their no, no. ability yeah. to come up with. Yeah, something. all it is is just application of uh, um, ideas, ideas, effort, and yeah. uh, if you have a. Good strong will. Good strong will, yeah. Right? Yeah. Wild stuff, man. Wild yeah. stuff. We Actually, you know what? I was thinking about doing... Um, dance around over there, didn't we? I was thinking about doing it in... Um, this is completely... Off, this is kind of off topic. But um, I was thinking about doing an investment into like a, a startup company. Not even a startup company, but a company that's actually growing. I can see growing pretty fast. Really? Is this company Apple Computers in no. 1970? No. Something? No. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going no. back in time and pulling a bit. I, I almost did it, but I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my cousin. He's a, he does investments. Oh, really? Um, and uh, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about doing it. I think that if you've got... Okay, so this is my... This is my it's not a lot. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like throw a lot of into, into it, but I think, it's a, I, think this, I think this will actually be big. I think that if you have an idea that's going to happen... And you've got enough cash that you're not going to look at it and be like, that, that ruined me as a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say that you're you're a, a, a dirt farmer. Let's just say you're some guy who who just, you know, earthworms and dirt. Yeah. Selling soil all day Honey long. Honey boo-boo's my, my niece. Honey yeah. boo-boo's your niece, right? Yeah. And somebody says like, I'll make you rich, hillbilly. Mm-hmm. And you sell your house and your farm and you put a mortgage on and you put liens and shit. And you take money from the bank and you go put it in there and it ruins you. Mm-hmm. That's not good. But if you're a first world person like we are. And you've got enough money that you're either going to buy a television set mm-hmm. or you're going to, you know, maybe get a new car, but your, your TV is fine and your car is good. Mm-hmm. You're going to upgrade. If you've got that money to put into it. It's a, it's a risk that you could be willing to take and it might pay off. Yeah. It's, Why um, not? Uh, did I just mention it? Well, I, I mean, look, I'll tell you afterwards. Just tell, I'll, yeah, hang on to it for now. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. Because at the same time, you don't want to endorse something that maybe like, you know, not everybody has the information in. I will, yeah. We will talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. We don't want to like, you know, accidentally influence somebody else's decision. No, exactly. Yeah. But so, I'll, but I'll tell, I, I will tell you. Yeah, we'll definitely camera. talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Though. I think like investments are a fine idea. And if you've got the, if you're, there's a risk reward ratio. If you're willing to risk a As certain the, amount yeah. that you're not going to miss. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Then, then do it. If you, if you spend look, if you spend twenty bucks though a week on cake, or or a, like you know things you don't need, like there there's lots of stuff that we ingest or we like have luxury items we just don't need. Yeah. Right. If you're putting that money into those things, then maybe don't. Maybe just go invest it instead. Agreed. Yeah. Cool, man. But oh, plowing ahead. Plowing ahead. What's what else we had? We had um. Oh, humans are useless. But we're kind of in that. Yeah. I just had this whole. I just had this like bit that I was kind of working on about like humans think they're great. But really, we're not in the top of the food chain. We're, Every, the bottom, we're the bottom of the food chain. Everybody is nobody. No, but I mean like humans in general when it comes to the animal kingdom. Like a naked human being is just completely useless if they're not in the world. Like we think that we can like fix. No. If you like th- we can build a house if we're just Tarzan. No. If you, th- you if, won't. if you threw me in the, in the Africans in the Serengeti, right. I, I would be. Uh, um, you get eaten in two days. I would. Yeah. I would in be, two days, you don't exist. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. would be like there. There'd be. I'd be. In several spots, right? Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, in, you wouldn't be in one place. You'd be in several. 
yeah. <laughs> depending on the time of day. Uh, you could be in one place and stuff. Yeah. But it's the truth. It's like we think that we're like, because we have this big brain in us, that we can figure things out and we can build a cabin and do this Tarzan shit and like I'll sharpen a stone on a, on a rock. Yeah, so but I've never, yeah, Jones exactly. Exactly, but I've never done that stuff before. I've never done it before. Me neither. Right? I don't, so what I don't makes know anything. us think that we're, we're, we're anything? Like you, everybody's like, okay, if I'm in the woods by myself and a deer shows up or I'm hungry, I'll kill a deer and I'll skin it. Have you ever have you ever done it before? No. Like most people, like, I'll I find a way. If I saw a deer, I wouldn't even want to kill it. I'll be like, oh, that's even though I'm starving to death, I'm like, I can't do that. I got news for you. If you saw a baby deer and you were starving in the woods, you become the food. The baby deer is gonna kill you and eat you. Yeah, I don't want. Well, I know they eat grass. I'm not an idiot, but yeah. I mean, the baby deer is gonna kill you by accident in self defense, and the bear is gonna eat your corpse. Exactly. Then the bear's gonna the rape shit on me all over. Yeah. So right. Like, yeah. Like I, I just don't understand like how. Like I've done, I've done winter survival training. Yeah, and I didn't learn one fucking thing on it. One rational. Thing. All I said, I was just against it. I was, against, yeah, I was like, when we we did it, um, I did it with Vlad, and we, we talked, talked about it, it, right? And I was like, I was just against the whole thing. You did not want to be part. I'm of it. like, I'm like, why would I do this? Why would I subject myself to this? I'm like, I'm never gonna be put in this situation. They, no, they were, their argument was like, well, you never know if you're working. I'm like, I'm not gonna be working in the in the bush. I'm not that's, gonna be. I'm there. like, that's that, that's not my that's not my career path. Right. No, I, yeah. I think everybody should have basic survival I training. I totally understand. Like, I Keep know blankets in your car. Yeah, I know the basics about like. Yeah, I know. I know the basics of like how to build something. Right. Um, Start a fire. And like you know, I know what the steps to do. Like first thing mm-hmm. you do, get a lot of fire. Get a lot of fire. Right. Use snow as uh, water. Boil it. Whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would have Gatorade on me. I'd have like you know canned food with me. I'd like right. yeah. I'm like I'm like I would never go to that area with the risk of like not being stuck and not For having sure. anything. Right. I would have like. I would have a wheelbarrow full of like supplies with me, so I'm like, I would rather live outside than rather just go back. You to my go house. and stack, yeah, I go yeah. And but stack. that's that's the difference between survival training and the overconfidence in the human mind. That's exactly it. See, I think like there's there's survival training which you as a human being, as anybody, especially in Alberta or cold weather climate, right? Mm-hmm. You should have the uh, the blankets in your car and like the hand warmers and like chocolate bars, like things that keep you sustained. Yeah, in case you're stranded somewhere where you can't get out of. Yeah, but then there's these guys out there who are like the Florida man syndrome, right? Where you think that you're just going to be like, hey, my golf ball fell in the water. Hey, don't go in there. might be a crocodile. Well, I'll take that crocodile. I have shoes. It's like, no, dummy. Like, you are not the top no, of the food you, chain. Yeah, you are, you are not happy, Gilmore. Like, human beings think, right? Human, exactly right. Human beings think that just because we have a big brain at the top of the food chain, and we are not. We're the no, bottom of the food exactly. chain. exactly. Just because we can program program some code, we can't, right. uh, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean we can out-wrestle an alligator. No, just because you carry a pocket knife doesn't mean that you're going to fight a bear with a pocket knife. Like, I mean, yeah, the bear's going to, yeah, the bear will floss its teeth with that thing after it's done eating you. Human beings are just very, very well-dressed food. Yeah. Like, we're just, like, really well, but, like, if society collapses, and it's, like, legends, uh, what was the legend of uh, the Will Smith there? Yeah. I am legend. If society collapses and that I am legend shit happens, we're just a bunch of food, man. That's like it. Like if a virus takes us out and there's like yeah. 20,000 people left on earth, what are they going to do? Yeah, you're all going to die. Yeah, you have to realize like what, what, who you are in the grand scheme of things. Like if I went right. to prison, I would be used as currency. I know that. For sure. Because like with this, with lack of muscles and this face... For sure. <laughs> oh, man. That's some ego shit right there. The, e- the ego is in the, like, me? Man, I'm the, so attractive. Man, I'd the be ego currency. behind that statement. The ego has, not like I would go in and, like, mess somebody up. Like, I would fight no, my no, way no, out. No, no, just it's a, the, no. But you're just like, the reverse. it's still <laughs> egotistical. There's the people who go to jail and think, like, man, if I went to jail, I'd find the biggest guy and take him down. Yeah. And you're like, if I went to jail... I would be the best bitch. It's like I would be the best currency. Look at his face. Look at his body. Yeah, look, look at this lack of muscle. It's like there's nothing. Like I'm, I won't be able to defend myself. I'm soft and all the right parts. Yeah, they're like, they're like, what are you gonna do? You gonna pay me? Yeah, he's like, what are you gonna? Pay? How are you gonna pay me back? You can. Oh, you can have Raj for a while. I can't even be mad at you for that statement. Like it's just such a. It's so egotistical, but also such a lack of ego. <laughs> How can you be two things at once like that? That's remarkable. That's the sad reality. That was the sad reality. Um, I want to end on, well, not end on, like, still have, like, still have some time here. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, like, there's a point that I was going to make. I've been working on this project. You've heard about this thing I'm working on. It's, um, it's, I've been interviewing, and it's somebody else's project that I'm just, I'm just uh, shooting, about the Rwandan genocide. Yes. Very, like, heavy topic, right? Very eye-opening. Very eye-opening. And not I, get, actually, I actually, like, teared up when I was watching it. When you told me the backstory. It's, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's not easy to hear a survivor of a genocide, like a legitimate, like, 
this is like a world event that you learn about in school. 800,000 yeah. to one and a half million people killed. Yeah. Or 1.2 million. 1.2 million people murdered within three months. Yeah. Um, if you know anything about that time in the world, you know that uh, Roman Dallero's involved, or Romeo Dallero's involved. Uh, the UN, NATO, everybody's trying to like make sure that the genocide stops in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, FPR, all the stuff that's going on, uh, Kagami. Anyway, the um, not I don't want to get too much into it because it's going to come out and it's not really my story to tell. Mm-hmm. But within researching that, I started looking more and more into things like the movie Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. And uh, how that movie is essentially just one gigantic fabrication. Daryl like, Adid, is that his name? Uh, no, Idi Amid was Uganda. Ugandan, yeah. But that's kind of, that really is kind of the start of like the, the Hollywoodish version yeah. of, the, of the story. There's more that goes on beyond that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of conspiracy theories that happen within, within like who shot the plane down, all that kind of stuff. But um, what I was going to go to is that there are so many things in Hollywood that we're told are a true story. It's like we knock on things like um, Inglorious Bastards, where the ending is like, they didn't kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got news for you, man. Oscar Schindler was a giant piece of shit. Yep. It's like, you know, you're making a movie about a guy who maybe wasn't as great as a movie showed he was, right? Hotel Rwanda doesn't happen. That movie doesn't happen. Doesn't like, happen. I mean, it like nothing in that. That movie is so far away from reality. Yep. That Dallaire wants nothing to do with it. Didn't mm-hmm. want his name on it. Nick Nolte plays a Canadian NATO forces peacekeeper mm-hmm. uh, or UN peacekeeper. He like that, that that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. The the main character, Rusus Begina, does not sit in a hotel having drinks with all these like ambassadors. That that guy doesn't ha- like. It's not real. It's not a true story. Mm-hmm. And then I started researching more and more about how like even in um, this is going to come out more. I'm not going to say who who talks about it because it's going to be part of the part of the series, mm-hmm. but um. There's a point in Lincoln when they have the northern states and the southern southern uh, southern states. It's the same director as a uh, as a as, uh, as Schindler's List, right? <laughs> so they're talking about how there's this moment in there where they need to have some sort of tension. Mm-hmm. So they make this artificial tension in the movie where all the northern states are like, "Oh, no slavery, no slavery." They need to vote, "No to slavery, no." And Connecticut's like, "Slavery, good. Slavery, yeah. yes." But they never did that. Yeah. In real life, Connecticut was like, "Slavery, bad. No to slavery." And then in the movie, it's so, like, egregious that Connecticut, like, fights back in real life and says, yeah. you better change the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And they do. <laughs> when there's, a, it's like, the most recent cut of the movie is, like, the George Lucas did. Like, yeah. Han, Han shoots, right? Han shoots, In yeah. this one, Connecticut says no. It's like they do all these things because there's nothing in movies that's real. Like, Wolf of Wall Street, not true. Not entirely. true, yeah. Uh, the new Dahmer documentary series, mm-hmm. not entirely yeah, 100% not accurate. accurate. Mm-hmm. I was like, the whole list of movies here that are based on a true story that are, like, just garbage. Hotel Rwanda was number one. Schindler's List doesn't happen the way it does in real life. The, the Conjuring, Conjuring uh, the story's a lot of fun. Ghost stories are really neat. All that kind of stuff may be true. The characters in the movie, those people are assholes. Yeah. So I know Patrick, what's his name? Patrick Wilson does yep. a really good job in the movie. When he yells Bathsheba, mm-hmm. it's one of the most fun sequences <laughs> in any movie. Bathsheba, I command you back to hell. Yeah. I love that scene, but that dude was, I think, like a bit of a pedophile. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I mean, don't quote me for sure, but I think he did some stuff with some ladies. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Wallsy, Argo. 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 Argo is a lie. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's character, all the crap they did, the Jack Kirby stuff, all of that, like Jack Kirby kind of neat. His character really exists, but um, the character that, what's his name plays? Um, Canadian actor. Oh, uh, uh, the main dude there. Uh, Godspell. Alias. The Orville. He's in everything. Ah. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The dude's in all those shows. That guy, as a Canadian fellow, mm-hmm. does all the heavy lifting. He does all the heavy lifting mm-hmm. in real life when that event goes down. In the movie, they're like, this Johnny America does all the work. And that one Canadian guy stood there. Johnny America does all the work. That guy knocked on the door. It's mm-hmm. like, it's the other way around. Yeah. Johnny Canada did all, all the work. work. Yeah. Johnny America showed up and was like, I got a poster for a movie. And they're like, just really? That's going to be the show? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Argo's yeah. a lie. The social network. Complete fabrication of events. Mm-hmm. Does not happen the way the movie shows it happens. Yeah. Man. But I'll, I'll give Social Network one thing. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Phenomenal soundtrack. It's such a good soundtrack. Well directed, looks great, phenomenal soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The movie is artificial. Yeah, the uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, phenomenal yeah. soundtrack. But and, then there are movies. No, what's that? Oh, and also the girl with the dragon tattoo. Again, great soundtrack. Same guys. Yeah. Same guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Really good soundtrack. The soundtrack is actually longer than the movie. Really? Can't for, for the girl, for the girl, the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
And that was a long movie. That was a, yeah, and that the 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 score is actually longer than the movie. Man, but like yeah. man, what a great score! I love yeah, I love that. I I think it's I love yeah, I love that movie. Those guys do really good work. Mm-hmm. Like Reznor and Atticus, I don't know how they found each other, but to, not like not to go down like too deep rabbit hole, mm-hmm. but like for a little while, movies had soundtracks, but they didn't have a good score anymore. Yeah, like it's, theme songs and scores. Yeah, there's like died. you know, there's there's the there's the uh, there's the uh, Howard Shore. There's the um, right. John Williams. There's the um, well, the uh, James Newton Howard and the Hans James Newton Howard, the Hans Zimmer. Yeah, those are like studio kind of people, right? They're a team. Yeah, they're a team, right? So like they're right. they're part they're part and possible. But like uh, when you have like actual like music artists who actually put out records and stuff like that, right. and they take over like a uh, a movie. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal how they make. How, you get some really good stuff. Yeah. We'll come back to that one. Mm-hmm. But um, what movies that did have like very tight reality? All the President's Men. Yep. Very tight reality. Apollo thirteen. Sure. Very tight reality. Yep. Uh, all the Crack Hour stuff. Into Thin Air. Into Thin Air. Everest. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a solid movie. With a very like a very well told story that's close to reality. Mm-hmm. Into the Wild. Yep. A little fuckery there. I love I, because I you like don't know. I like that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little fuckery there, but at the same time we didn't know, so mm-hmm. they fictionalized. But as far as the the timeline of events, mm-hmm. pretty tight. Yep. Um, and one of my favorites. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I mean, you've got these two guys who are gooned out on a suitcase full of yeah. drugs. So we don't know what of that is real. Oh, yeah. No, I, I quote that movie every single day. I say lines from that movie every single day. Every day. Yeah. I mean, he really does say lines from that movie every day. Yeah. But at the same time, that's probably about as close to like a true story mm-hmm. as you're going to get. When you think about the subject matter and the people involved. Yeah, that's one of those examples where truth is stranger than, stranger than fiction. Right. Yeah. It's the uh, truth is stranger, two of my favorite lines actually. Truth is stranger than fiction and um, the print of legend mm-hmm. from uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. Yeah, those ideas. But that's what it is, right? You print the legend. Yeah. When when the reality is so, yeah, yeah, it's all right. But then like the lie that we've been living on is so much more fun. You live with the lie. Yeah. That's unfortunately what happens in Hollywood. Hollywood just gives us this, this lie mm-hmm. and we just live with the lie as if it's true. As if it's oh crazy. yeah. The, the thing is like you can you can create a story mm-hmm. and then if it's not as crazy as like something like that their audience is not going to like just like go into, you have to dramatize a little bit and just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, put some sugar into it to make sure that uh, it's, uh, people are going to get jolted from it. So. For sure, right? Yeah. Actually, Noah Fella um, through a family member. Try to keep it a little bit vague. Well, it's, who cares? It's not going to be vague anymore. Um, so my one of my uncles, my aunts, my mom's sister's husbands, great guy, one of my favorite guys. Actually, made sure my uh, what, what the fucking flip phone? <laughs> Why? Hold on, we we're going one way, and this guy pulls out a flip phone. Not even a not even a nice not not like a Samsung Fold <laughs> no, Four, a straight up burner phone. It's a burner phone. Yeah, he just whips out a burner phone. I'm on call. I'm on call, I'm on call. So I just yeah, I just checked to see call. if it. Yeah, well, that's awful. <laughs> Just just completely derailed that story with like so a, know, go ahead, a burner phone. Yeah. No, but to go back to burner phone. To go back to this idea of um of like the reality versus fiction, I know a fella who was swindled by the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And they gave him all the information. Like, hey, here's all the info of the movie. Do you want to be in the movie? And um he took a look at it all and he's like, Well, let me tell you something. Like that didn't happen, and this didn't happen, and none of this shit happened. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen, this guy's a piece of shit, and that guy's a liar, and none of this is real. And you're taking this dude who swindled a bunch of people out of a ton of money on a very intelligent scheme. I'll give you that. The scheme was intelligent. Yeah. But he's a swindling con man piece of shit. And you're going to make him the hero of your movie? Mm -hmm. Like, the guy should be under a a steamroller. Yeah. But he declined to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And to a higher extent, reading more about Romeo Dallaire's involvement with Hotel Rwanda, Mm -hmm. he pretty much gave them the hit the road. Don't come close to my house. Don't ask me any questions. Mm -hmm. I'll destroy this movie in the press. Yeah. And he has publicly talked about how, how wrong that situation is. Yeah. Because there were a lot of people who were involved... Um, that did real work. Like there were, there was a French diplomat. I can't remember exactly what his name was, who gathered all the names of the of the tenants of the of the hotel, the guests of the hotel, and made sure that the Hutu forces knew that when I come back, all these names better be alive, mm-hmm. or I'm bringing the full force of the French army with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallaire made sure that there was like an armed presence around the hotel all the time. If guns start firing, we're coming in hard. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make sure that nobody kills anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So there's all this stuff going on, but instead they chose to make Die Hard. They, they made Don Cheadle in Rwanda Die Hard. Die yeah. Hard Rwanda. Yeah, exactly. Live free or hotel dead. Yeah, exactly. It is, yeah, right? live free or... Die um, trying. Die trying. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was, right? <laughs> yeah. They made that movie instead because 
when reality doesn't give you that kick that you need and the legend has become so huge. And in this case, man, the legend wasn't even there until like a book that was written in like the late 90s mm-hmm. about that incident that, that interviewed Rusa Bagina to find out where he was yeah. and what he did. And he, little by little by little, starts, like, he, when they first interview him for this one book by this, I think, Philip Grevich, they, he gets interviewed, and he's like, yeah, we were in the hotel, and we tried to help, and we had help, and we did this, and we did that. And as it gets more and more steam, it goes from we to I did this, and I did that, and we did that, and I did that, and we did that. And more steam, Hollywood comes knocking, and I had a M16, and I kept people away, and I locked doors, and I changed addresses, and I moved people around. So it goes from being this, like, multiple we tried our best to save lives to I saved all the lives motherfucker yeah. mm-hmm. and um now that guy's actually in jail in Rwanda on like you know on alleged kidnapping yeah. and terrorism charges he's yeah. killed nine people in terrorist attacks so yeah. it just goes to show you man like like Hollywood is full of bullshit oh yeah just chock sure. full of bullshit they make a lot of fun movies mm-hmm. Maverick was a lot of fun not gonna say it wasn't fun Maverick was fun yeah and the people, the, 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 yeah, the people uh, um, who People were like insulting Matt, uh, Top Gun was that thing like yo it's it's not propaganda for it and stuff like that I'm like what the hell like for what, what? for what it, had it, didn't say, it didn't even say who the enemy was no it had a nameless faceless enemy yeah in a country where you're they're probably a bunch of white people yep. so like I'm I'll, I'll, let's let's put that out there the bad guys are probably bad white people you had one good guy you had a diverse cast yeah and had, you had uh, like yeah and they were fighting in the mountains where there's snow in the mountains so there's no like it's not like it's in a desert because like oh it's Iran or something like that right I mean it, overall it was a very enjoyable movie with, like I nicely just enjoy it cast. enjoy it for what it was like, female fighter pilots minority fighter pilots everybody's having a good time yeah happy ending happy ending hilarious comedy it had everything it had everything you want in a movie yeah it was and a- managed to offend China yeah yeah that's why um I'm a huge proponent of like just don't go on TikTok. Definitely don't put TikTok on your phone. Don't put TikTok on your phone. On your computer. Yeah. If you don't want if you don't want a Huawei phone, don't put TikTok on your phone. Cuz it's just as bad. It's just as bad. Yeah. It's really good. That's that's a really good point. I think I think that's a great place to end off on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. TikTok was created by the I think it was created by the Chinese government, by Chinese like by developers yeah. to put it on and it's proof that it shows how it just to make Americans dumber than they already are, not, or people or people who use it dumber than they already are. Right. Yeah. Not to um, like not to keep reiterating the point, but if you go on to like multiple shows have done done uh, that readout mm-hmm. of all the things they get, the, like your your privacy mm-hmm. or your what's that? You not cookies. What's the word I'm looking for? All the things they ask you to give them access to on your phone. The disclaimers. It's yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's like it is full time access to your microphone, to your camera, to your screen, to your clicks, yep. to your keyboard, to other devices you use. Mm-hmm. It's access if you're using that on your phone and it's active and you can use it, you have zero privacy because all the data being mined from your phone, yep. it is ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just terrible. Don't it's like awful. yeah, if you can at a certain age Get away from that shit. Get away from that stuff, man. I'll tell you, there's so many things people shouldn't do. Like, stay away from propaganda news forums. Stay away from, like, political arguments with people you don't know. Don't care. Yeah. Don't tell me to be a vegan when you're using a phone. I mean, like, fucking kids are pulling metals out of the ground with a stick. Like, just just be better. Don't be a piece of... That's the me too thing. Hey, full circle. Just don't be a piece of shit. Yeah, it's right. It's not that that hard. (laughs) I say that with a somber voice. I'm like, that's not that hard. (laughs) instead <laughs> of the somber voice yeah just don't be a piece of shit yeah uh you want to end off on anything you got something was there anything on your mind that you had to that you want to like punch like a gut punch like you want to end my gut punch uh yeah i would say something um yeah. okay so for um either people who are looking for a console this um this winter oh, or parents yeah. well, um, right. or parents who are listening and they want to get something for their kids kids want a ps5 or an xbox from that just get an xbox series x oh, sorry s series s yeah. yeah, Xbox Series, Series S. S. The small little one, it is very inexpensive. It does everything. That, it's a next-gen console, or current-gen, I should say. Um, it does everything you need. Um, it's the game. The, it's very small, very cheap. Right. doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, and it is... Uh, you don't have to buy games for it. You just get Game Pass, and it's very cheap to... Uh, this is uh, not a paid advertisement. Not at all. But because you just got one. Yeah. You're very high on... Because at first, you were you were big on the X. I do have the X. Yes. The X is, no doubt, 
it's it's an amazing game machine. It's a great it, machine. It's a great machine. It has the disc disc slot in there, so you can play like if you own games that you buy. If you just want to put the disc in there, that's fine. If you play 4K Blu-rays like I have, you can put them in there. It's not the best 4K Blu-ray player, but uh, it's very good. It's good, but it's like I have a dedicated one that's just for if I want to watch like movies in the best quality possible. But if you're looking for a gaming console for for very cheap that does the job really well, get that thing. It's I, I would recommend that thing wholeheartedly. What we'll do, we'll put a link in the description below onto Amazon. They have them. They have them. If you buy one from them, we might get a kickback. Because we don't yeah. get kickbacks for shit. We want to do... I, I just got that cosplay shield. I'll put a link for that as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, did I show you this thing? No. I'll show you this thing. I was working on a project, mm-hmm. and then somebody else told me about the project they were working on. Yeah. So I picked up the shield. Um, you'll get a... I'll put a link to that below as well. I'll show you the photo, which is probably up right now. Yeah. But um, I will also put a link to those things. Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy one of those, maybe we'll get some cheddar. Maybe we'll get some scratch. Yeah. Uh, sweet, sweet. Yeah. This, and the series asked, like, I played both on uh, both consoles on a OLED, like an, uh, an LG OLED. And very nice TV. You can, yeah, thanks, buddy. And, and you cannot literally, um, you can't even, you, you can barely see the difference mm-hmm. in the gaming. It, it's very, I mean, it's 1440? 1440, yeah. A resolution. There's not price. It's 1440p. Resolution. 1440p, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you can play that at 120 frames per second. Which is like ridiculous. What else? That's all you yeah, need. What else you need, man? Like I was playing Forza Five mm-hmm. at 30 frames per second um, in performance mode. Right. It's still it. It was so it was buttery smooth mm-hmm. and it still looked great. So 30 frames. Now I am definitely the minority. Here. I love gaming at 30 frames. Yeah, so do I. I really do because it's, it has that movie feel to it. The one to one for your control of the screen is still there. Yeah. I know people love that 60 frames, but like the truth is, if you really love it and you can't run it from your machine, you can probably like put that thing on your screen, the true motion or smooth motion. Yeah. The thing that Tom Cruise hates. Yeah. The thing, the thing you should hate for movies mm-hmm. actually helps you for games. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There's for gaming, like um, every game that I, I kind of grew up playing, especially Halo and stuff like that, was at 30 frames per second. Right. So, um, 60 frames per second is good for like first person shooters like if you're like you're a COD fan or whatever. I don't play that game, but like if you um like but but I was playing Halo in uh 60 frames per second and it's yeah it's it's cool because it's nice and smooth, but just going back to like the original Halo, you were right. playing it at 30 frames per second yeah, yeah. at 4T at 480i, whatever it is, for a 40p, nothing beats that. It's the best. I love it. Yeah, I love it. it. There's a look to those like that the motion, it's got that kind of like cinematic not to overuse the term. But it's got that cinematic kind of feel to it. Yeah. The way it moves on screen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that very crisp movement where it just feels like everything is artificial. Yeah. It's got a very cinematic feel yeah, to it. Yeah, it's very smooth. Very smooth. Um, yeah, and I just like it, it, the Halo does not have to be at, at 60 frames per second unless you're playing competitively. Right. But like if you're playing by yourself, like just play that, have that smooth because it reminds you of playing the first Halo, which is the best Halo. So, yeah. In that, I just got my uh, my Xbox. Yes, congratulations. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Game Pass Ultimate with the um, Cloud Gaming Beta. So my next step is finally playing Halo. You're on the winning team now, man. I'm on the winning team now. Yeah. So uh, I'll send you the link to the uh, yeah. the name there, and then we can uh, you know, link up and, uh, and murder some play, play whatever we want. We can murder some insects. Yeah. Or okay. whatever. Okay. We can we, we can kill the Covenant. The Covenant. I, yeah. I couldn't remember. I'm, I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. I could not remember yeah. what the villains okay. were. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll mass- kill some Covenant. Yeah, we'll, we'll kill the Covenant. Yeah. We'll AVP their A's and the B. Yeah. No, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah we'll just <laughs> whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll just massacre them. Yeah. Oh, I hate I hate the company. I hate the company. I passion. Yeah. I mean, there are some games though, right? I mean, not to drag this out too long. There are some games though where you're playing them, and you could uh, you can do that thing where you'll you'll play as you and you'll play as the bad guy. I'll go back and forth. Think, oh, the bad guy's got better tools and the good guy's got better this. But there are some games you play where you just the villains are so bad that you just make a hard line in the sand. Like you know, I will not join the bad guy. Like uh, Fallout. When you're playing as one team on the on, on Fallout, mm-hmm. and another faction says, "Hey, why don't you come join us? We're railroad mountaineers. We're gonna we're gonna climb up mountains and build railroads and shoot mm-hmm. aliens and androids." They're like, "No, I hate you. I hate you, people. Yeah. Bunch of scuzzy underground dwellers." And you choose to just slaughter them every chance you get. Yeah, I know. I just I don't like covenants like that for you. Yeah, I I, I hate the covenant. I hate what they what they did to humanity, and uh, that's why every time I play Halo, I'm like, I'm like I don't say we're playing Halo, I say we're, it's, uh, let's, let's save humanity today. Let's go save some humanity. Yeah. What are you doing today? Saving humanity. Nice. Yeah. What, saved... did we, what did we do today? 
Oh, God. We save humanity. We save humanity. With this podcast. Yeah. That's what we do here for you. That's what we do for you. We yeah. save humanity. One, one life at a time. One, one listener, one life. Yeah, so we've saved about over 200 people. Ten, over 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm serious. Per, per listener. We're it's over, we're, oh, that's good. Yeah, we no, do good. Yeah. We do okay. Obviously, we, we, we save, save 10,000 people per week. <laughs> per week. We aren't getting the cheddar we need. Like, our advertising... I mean, obviously, we have advertising on the Spotify and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, they're not our ads. So if you want ads on a, on a podcast that people actually listen to... Instead of some of those other jerk-offs out there. <laughs> I mean, they're all good. They're all yeah. fine. I like them all. We're all friends. All the podcast people are friends. We actually all sit around together after the show. Us and the other three million podcasts will sit around and have a cigar and a drink. And then we'll talk about how great podcasting is. Podcasting is Because so we're all fun. friends. Yeah, it's good. But send us one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't send them one. Yeah. <laughs> F those guys in the B. Yeah. We just do this. They just, probably enjoy it. Yeah, we do this Everybody for fun. Enjoy yeah. it. Some people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, it's a pastime people like. It is. It's great. It's um. It's cathartic. It's cathartic to yeah. get after the beat. Huh? Yeah. Really? We're going. All right. I like it. It's a. It's just a good like to like um start off. You know, it gets you ready for the work week. <laughs> oh, all right then. Yeah. Uh that's the end of this show. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone have a good day. <laughs>